When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends All. If you don't sit your goddamn ass down with them spaces in between your teeth, 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 teeth. <laughs> God, yeah, this is playing it twice because it's you two don't motherfuckers. Sit your goddamn ass <laughs> down with them spaces in between your teeth, teeth, teeth. That's right. <laughs> word to, word to James so Caldwell. <laughs> Follow him, Spiller Boy TV on YouTube. And Twitter. <laughs> you made him damn near go viral on Twitter. <laughs> As he should, because he's one of the most hilarious YouTubers in existence. <laughs> I love that. And I love his inflection. But this week, let's get to it. <laughs> this we to talk about week. This week, baby. I have nothing to say I about have anything. A lot to say. I got I'll one sh- thing I'll to shut say. Down. Okay. <laughs> Sit your goddamn ass down with some spaces in between to none other than Jeremy J.R. Robinson. Now, if you don't know who that is, I would like to congratulate you. And tell you mm, to continue, yeah, continue you. moving forward in that direction. I'm going to drag <laughs> you back just a little bit with this explanation now. Um, Jeremy J.R. Robinson is a lawyer in Atlanta mm-hmm. um, with many, many, Aww. many children. And he was recently, we found out who he was. They, they, they drug him up off the ground and had him as a cast member on um, the Queen's Court, which was a dating show on Peacock, starring Evelyn Lozada, Nivea, and Tamar Braxton. Jeremy okay. Robinson was actually the um, candidate the who won man? and was engaged to Tamar Braxton. Yes. Oh. Um, it then came out that he had all these baby mamas who, you know, had pressure for Tamar or whatever. And it was just always a mess surrounding his name. And he was willfully inserting himself in existing beefs and drama that Tamar had with other industry peers. Um, and just really was, was he had his feet in a hurry to run toward badness, as they say yeah. in the Bible. And so oh, wow. <laughs> recently, so him and Tamar ended their engagement, thank God, right? Because thank they shouldn't God. have never been dating in the first place. Nope. Um, and Tamar also recently publicly had a spat of sorts with Tommy Lee from Love and Hip Hop and also recently of Baddies on Zeus. So somehow... Um, they found their way to each other on the internet. Tamar and Tommy did in a space of conflict. And right after their conflict, guess who was spotted sitting at the courtside at the uh, Hawks game with Tommy Lee? Jeremy, the white man that Tamar broke up with. Tamar's ex-fiance then oh, spotted messy. out with Tommy to be messy and petty. Now, Jeremy has gray hair. He has five children. He's an attorney. Okay. He's too old for this. And also he lacks soul. You don't get to come over to our party and dance off beat because you want to get attention. I can't stand people (laughs) who attach themselves to to our culture. Okay. To Mm. try to garner some attention and notoriety. Sit your goddamn ass down with them spaces in between your teeth. <laughs> I hate Jeremy Robinson. And the fact that he decided to insert his ass in the middle of a stupid conflict between two people who should know better, 
at this point. Tamar and Tommy. Tamar's well into her 40s. Tommy's well into her 40s. Tommy's, yeah, they about to, they're around the same age. Tommy has children, grown ass children. And they're they're beefing and messy enough to be into it on the internet. And here he comes. Okay. That's scary. Someone Insert you were himself. with and engaged to can be that petty over you after. Because you shouldn't scary. have been engaged in the first yeah, place I to a person who would do some shit like that. And what does that say yeah. about his integrity <laughs> as a motherfucking attorney? Ambulance yeah. chaser. You might as well be up there with, uh, what's that, the lady name that sue everybody for any damn thing? Whatever her name is. Y'all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> it's the same thing. And so I'm just, wow. I'm really tired. <laughs> I'm really tired of Jeremy Robinson. I'm really tired of Michael Rappaport. I'm really tired of these white oh, men God. who come all the way in our spaces being contrarian and antagonistic. I'm tired of it. Take your ass back to the Cracker Barrel, okay? Or down there to the boat bar. Y'all love barbecue smokehouse joints? Go eat down there. You know what I'm saying? You motherfuckers, stay out of ours and go beef with some country singers or something. Because I'm tired of you coming over here stirring up trouble and our shit. Now, I know you a lawyer, but I am a citizen. Okay, and I will call the board on your ass, Jr. I'm tired of him. <laughs> Sit your goddamn ass down with them spices in between your teeth. And with that being said, welcome to the friends on your weekly look at all things mental health, mental hygiene, and mental. Don't date niggas from a date and show for real. How you doing, Sante? Hi, friend. Hi, guys. How are your weekends? Hey. What y'all do? How y'all feeling? Who wants to go first? <laughs> you, you go first. Okay. <laughs> Um, I had a great weekend. Uh, we can fast forward to Saturday. Um, shout out to our dear friend Mandy from Horrible Decisions and um, her co-host Wheezy. They had an incredible live show at Town Hall in New York City. It was um, the wrap of their, their tour, right? Oh, the climax love tour. you yep. guys. Congratulations. Congratulations. Bring back our girls. I'm going to hold the picture up like Michelle Obama. Bring yeah. back our girls. We want another tour. You know what I'm saying? Dusty. Another tour from Mandy no. and Weezy. But we had a great night. I actually saw Asante that night. We saw several of the fans of the show. That was incredible. Aww. Then I went to Michigan to celebrate my brother's birthday. We threw him a surprise birthday hey. party. So I got to see Happy my birthday. family and have a good time. And that was That's the end so of my awesome. week or my weekend, as I like to call it. <laughs> what about you, Asante? What'd you get into? Um... Do you remember last week or was it the week before I kept I talked about when it gets cold out, I rage? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Starting on Thursday, I raged. Oh. It was Mandy's fault. I went out. I forgot where we went first. We went a few places. We ended up at a Spanish club in Queens, had a good ass time. <laughs> and I felt like that energy just like carried me through the weekend. Cause then Saturday, went to the show, had a good time. Sunday, uh what, what did I do Sunday? Oh, Sunday was the comedy show. Shout out to uh, my friend EJ and Crystal. We went to see uh, Sam J and Friends. Oh, I love oh. Sam J. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Alex. Alex was performing. He was so oh, dope. Congratulations, like, Alex. It, it's so dope to see him like killing it. SNL writer, you know? look, skin looking good, you know, just up here, just, just living his life. Thriving. And it was just a great, all the comedians were super dope. And I think it's dope when comedians that like are on the up and up, you know, want to like bring other people on, on and have them as acts. So me too, because I ain't holding the door open for nobody. Fuck y'all. But I make it. I ain't talking to nobody. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> and it, it was one of those videos too, where they uh, lock your phone up. Oh, and I like was, that. I, I feel I like that, that should be a standard. Yo, <laughs> Please. Crystal was Tired. so upset. <laughs> she didn't know what to do. It was so funny to watch. I was crying. I was like, girl, you ain't gonna make it is you. She's like, I don't know. I need to, I need my phone. I'm like, you could just go get it and they'll give it to you and then you know just give it right back or whatever. 
But uh, she she made it. Crystal made it. I'm proud of her. I can't wait the to drinks, see y'all for Thanksgiving. It's gonna be fun. Aww. The drinks were strong at and so I didn't even remember how I got home. I was like going through my camera roll. Don't know and I was how like, the hell I getting home. Hey, slappy fingers. That's what you was on. <laughs> for real. Cause I saw I saw a picture of myself in the train station like one summer in the morning. I was like, oh, okay, I took the train home. And I was like, I don't remember being on the train that late though, because I took the train there. And so then I looked and I saw an Uber receipt. And I was like, so I took the Uber home. And I was like, did I go down to the train station? I was like, maybe that it was wait was probably too long. And you was like, fuck this. I'm going to spend I, well, a 40. I couldn't even <laughs> remember. But I was down there taking pictures. So I'm like, did I just literally come down here and take some pictures and go back upstairs? Because I don't even know if I looked or remember looking at the way to the train or hearing about any of that. You had your gun but it was just you? funny. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great weekend. It was a great time. Amazing. No comment. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. What about you, friend? How was your weekend? Um, my weekend was good. It was a lot of. I told you, I'm I'm like cleaning, purging. I'm mm-hmm. still in that. Um, and y'all know it's gonna be a, a travel week for most of us. I actually yeah. don't love traveling during the holidays. It's not my favorite thing in the world. But I will Same. be traveling. Other fucking um, people that don't normally travel. Oh you know, my they, goodness! They make it everything for, up. You know, to- I'm just praying it's no delays and that it's just like. I can deal with the crowds, but I just want the flights to take off as scheduled so I can be where I need to be, do what I got to do. So, you know, just bracing myself for holiday travel. Pray on the girl. I had to check Um, a Karen uh, yesterday morning. I was in I was flew twice in less than 24 hours. So I had to Mm -hmm. figure out which one. But yesterday morning, (laughs) it wasn't even my my fight. It was a Karen in every sense of the word who was mm. basically verbally accosting this Asian woman oh, that, that did try to come in front of her. But the way that she was talking to her, you could tell what it was about. It was deeper than that. She was yeah. making her tone. She was trying to act like she was um, speaking out the words clearly and long. Oh, so she you know that triggers like me. That. You know I hate that Mind so you, it was a 6 a.m. You know flight. Much. <laughs> it was a 6 a.m. flight. Don't nobody want to hear all that. So we got when we that were getting part. off. The, Excuse me. You're going to wait. I need you to wait. I have a connecting flight. I have to go to California and you have to wait until your turn. Oh, you understand that? You're not. Oh. She started on that shit. Talking loud. She's in the row behind me. And y'all. also all this time you're spending talking, you could be connecting. How about that? Right. <laughs> you're making your own day. And no one was even moved. The plane had just. Just stopped. We just gotten up. We're getting our things. People would be so, so pressed in that part of the flight. I'd be hating it. She was in the row behind me. And the way she was leaning over, it was like she was talking right in my <laughs> ear. Y'all know if the plane landed, that means I had just what? Gotten up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, baby, <laughs> I turn around. Ma'am, we're all waiting. You're going to go after me, and then she's going to go. And that's how okay. it's going to go. Because okay. we all have somewhere to go. Okay. Okay. Yep. Don't nobody want to hear all that. It's too early in the morning. The guy next to me was cracking up laughing <laughs> when I looked down there or whatever. He was, you know how you be serious and then you look up at somebody like, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's what he was doing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. it's weird saying? because not a lot of things irritate me deeply for real, but mm-hmm. something about people that, Especially on flights in that part of the flight when you're getting ready to leave. Some people just have no etiquette. 
And it it's really so irks me. Like it's such mm-hmm. a simple thing. Let each person out there row. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, an unspoken understanding even within the row who's about to make mm-hmm. turn out their seat. Mm-hmm. Then, then the person that like it's just so clear. I hate the people that be trying to push, mm-hmm. trying to get like this lady pissed me off. She like was sitting behind me. But as I'm about to come out my seat to come out, she just bum rushed past me. For Stick what? your foot out and get catch that ankle next time, friend. <laughs> but my thing is, for what? Like, you're literally not going to get your bag Mm-mm. any faster than Mm-mm. I am at baggage Mm-mm. claim. Like, yep. you're literally treating me like this for what? She didn't even have a connecting flight. She literally walked to baggage claim. I was walking behind her the whole time hot because that type of personality is so it. weird to me. It's so like... It disrespectful selfish yeah mm-hmm. and weird yep. and i and it irks me and so mm-hmm. i hate stuff like that and don't even get you me know. started on white people talking crazy <laughs> to, oh, to immigrants i'm not talking about for your situation friend because that's dumb because y'all know I'm how i am it. y'all know how i am overall mm-hmm. like i'm polite as fuck until the, i'm not <laughs> until i'm not but uh you know Where's i also always have a <laughs> okay, you know how I always have a song in my heart too. So it's like when the when the plane lands and you hear that doom. Mm-hmm. If I really got somewhere to be, and I because you know I don't always check a bag either. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm like I got I have to I don't know how I'm gonna clear all these people, but I'm not finna like wait for all this shit. Like I sometimes I will plan like I'm unbuckling my seat grab my shit and I dart towards the front, but I'm always very much, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm up there mm-hmm. Whereas some people will just be like pushing your ass they back into the thing. And it's like, bitch, th- that door is still closed. I'll bust your ass up before they get the shit open and you ain't going nowhere then. It like, is so, and did y'all see Mystic Zone, as always, strikes again. There was a video that went viral of, um, Two airport workers slamming the hell out of a, of wheelchairs, people's wheelchairs. Did y'all see it? No. no. So apparently, the the, no, no, no. It, it, they were just grabbing the wheelchair to put it on the flight because you know you have oh to put God. it under the plane with the suitcases. But the way that they were manhandling the the wheelchairs, they crazy. had one. He literally slid it down so hard that it popped up over Damn. the slide thing and just slammed into the floor and no, mind I, you these are like people's chairs can be upwards yes. of ten thousand dollars that people barely yeah people barely have the funds to even get good chairs at that and then mm-hmm. this is what you're doing and i've read horror stories of people's chairs being so fucked up after they imagine that how they treat our suitcases mm-hmm. me that still with crazy. a titanium suitcase that's still broken to this day and the wheelchair that was ten thousand dollars plus I, I don't even know how I would react. I it feel like I felony. would snap. It should absolutely should be, be laws against it. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yep. A wheelchair? Certain shit you just, as a human being with decency, you're just fucking That's not supposed the part. to do. And then the guys like, were laughing, but they were laughing. When the wheelchair flew over and fell, the dude that was supposed to be catching it to put it into the flight was literally busted out laughing. And I it was like two wheelchairs. they get prosecuted and fired. That's horrible. Well, it's in the video and it's clear as day who is doing it. So I hope that they use them as an example because it's really, it's ridiculous. I, I yeah. guess it angered me. 
I'm like, what is wrong with humans? And I feel like that's been the theme of this week. What the fuck is wrong with some humans? If you can even call them that. They tripping. They tried to make me take my hoodie off in um, TSA. You know, these were early flights for me. I had a hoodie on it. You can see I had a shirt on underneath it. Uh, Can you take your hoodie off, please? I said no. Take your hoodie off. Do you have a shirt underneath it? I said, "Mm -mm." I can see your white kunik underneath (laughs) it. I was like, I'm not taking my shirt off. So you're just going to have to do what you got to do. I'm not taking my shirt off. I don't want to do that. We're going to have to pat you down. I said, well, pat me then. I mean, me. cares? you the dummy. You the one gonna be working and doing a range of motion, trying to pat me down and shit. <laughs> I'm gonna be standing still, and I'm gonna move the fuck on, or y'all ass is still gonna be here. I'm not taking my shirt off. I didn't like that. Oof. I'm not taking a hoodie off. Fuck and y'all. I've never heard that. I wear hoodies damn never. near every time I travel. No one's ever t- asked me to take it off. I have like a button on open, and I've been trying to take it off. Like you can leave your shirt on, son. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I ain't so taking like, off shit. Turning the airport is just oof. The fact that I have to travel just oof. Let me do my. <laughs> it really across. sucks because yeah. I hate I hate that we have these conversations. Yeah, not because too. go ahead. <laughs> I, I hate that we have these conversations because like flying is like such a privilege, but it's like I think that's what the industry takes advantage of. And that's why people be so fucked. Like, so those people that have those connecting flights, the reason that they are running like that is because I think that they're trying to make it convenient by making those connecting flights like an hour or less. But the airport's just not efficient enough for people to get to some of those flights at all times. Especially Chicago and they, here. And another another no, reason no that they're taking advantage. Atlanta. Another reason they take advantage of <laughs> situations like that is because that's why they oversell seats. So mm-hmm. people do that miss part. those connected flights. Those people that have been waiting on standby get on those flights. So if you do actually just make it up to the gate, they're not opening it up for you. So you got it's like this whole re- weird fucked up game that you have to play sometimes just to get to where you're going, just to make a living. And it's like you you get to a place where you can do it on a bigger scale, not because you just. I mean, well, we all want bigger. Uh, who who the fuck who wants a nine to five? Right? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we all <laughs> want bigger and better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We all want bigger and better for ourselves, but it's like when things get so much harder to do, like, friend, when someone breaks your luggage, it's your belongings, it's your clothes, it's your makeup. And do you know how pissed I am that I'm about to go on holiday travel to two cities and I forgot that my suitcase is broken? Did you go get a new one yet? I went to go pull... Luckily, I just took my one of my partner's suitcases, but okay. it just pissed me off like, all over again because I'm yep. like the fact that I, I I can't even travel comfortably, and and Delta <laughs> to this day is Has done nothing. she literally has not responded since I told her she was not being useful by sending me the remote website. Which I could have done my fucking self, and then remember someone had reached out, but they I don't know what happened. They haven't responded so i don't know what's going on but i'm just irritated so irritated and i have to borrow a fucking suitcase and it's you know luckily i can do that but still like annoying yeah you've had that suitcase since i've known you 2000 i bought that one specifically in 2018 that makes literally, no sense. It was it, literally an investment. An you know investment because our travel had increased mm-hmm. and we were touring and then I was doing the wellness tour. Like mm-hmm. I was like, let me invest in like top tier luggage so that it's just the last thing I have to worry about with heavy travel. Ciao. And it didn't break because it was worn out. It, it broke because somebody was not even mishandling. Well, mishandling. Her, but like, that's the word you, could use. you know what I'm saying? Like, I was about to say, I feel like that's too soft, just, you know? Like, yeah, just <laughs> fucking crazy. And the fact that that Delta man, oh, don't get me mad. Left you on a fly, <laughs> anyway. AKA. <laughs> and it makes me wonder why the hell I'm loyal to Delta. Right. I'm flying. For what? I'm flying Zeta. 
next time. <laughs> you are so. <laughs> but let me pivot for Sigma. a second. Mm-hmm. I know we don't normally do black businesses during uh, shoot the shit episodes because it's our opportunity to just fully let go. But mm-hmm. I have to pivot because our sister, yes. oh, Tiffany yes. Aliche, yes. make me whole. Hey, we have to clap. Those of you watching, I'm holding up Tiffany Aliche, known as the Budgenista. (laughs) She has a new book coming out. Um, It's called Made Whole, The Practical Guide to Reaching Your Financial Goals. This is basically the workbook to Get Good With Money, which was her first New York Times bestselling book. I actually think this one's going to be a New York Times bestseller. I'm calling it now. She just has that type of magic. Yeah, <laughs> That's she just does. the type of person she is. Everything about it. But we are so excited for you, Tiffany. This is awesome. Yes. And you know, we've had her on this show. The last episode we did with Tiffany was discussing grief and mm-hmm. how she was mm-hmm. moving through losing her husband and his transition. So the fact that she popped out with another book <laughs> yep. in the middle of all that processing just speaks so much to her spirit and her endurance. So we're so She's proud brilliant. of you. We love yes. you. Look we at love, this love book. you, Tiffany. Yes. The budgetista. Okay. So excited. I just want to read really quickly. She says, this is a masterclass in making your money work for you. We all have the desire to live with our, within our means, save for retirement, dip our toes into investing and still have a little something left over each month for fun. For most of us, however, expenses have a way of showing up like uninvited party guests and we're left scrambling to accommodate them. Not sure how to make room for the unexpected? Enter Tiffany the Budgetista Aliche, the acclaimed financial educator and best-selling author, because she is here to help. Yes. She is, the book is basically an easy-to-follow 10-step action plan designed to help you restore your financial harmony. And if you've ever watched yes. her speak at events or mm-hmm. even just heard her on our show, I think we've done, what, three, four episodes with Tiffany yeah. over the years? We need more. We do need more, actually, because okay. I have a few questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but okay. you know that she's just phenomenal. She's yes, just one she of those is. people that is has completely honed in that craft. And she is just a killer on stage. So excited to, to dig into this book. And thank you for sending it to us, Tiffany. We're excited to yes, support Tiffany, you. Thank you so much. Thank we you. love you. I wish the sirens went in the background because I really want my <laughs> love for you to be taken seriously. <laughs> I love you, friend. That's my rich friend, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> my rich friend. I love her, man. Buy her damn book. Please do. Buy the sirens. They celebrated with us. <laughs> so what do y'all want to jump into? I feel like it's a lot going on. Well, real quick, before we go, just because you reminded me as well, mm-hmm. I want to give a, a quick shout out to the Spill app and all of the people oh, over you there. Did. Um, I want to shout out RK. Thank, congratulations, Thank Tay. Yes. Thank you. We Thank love you. a campaign. So we do, we do. Shout out to uh, the people Raise over me. at Spill. I got to do a tea party, which is where it's like a live watch party for the movie Dashing Through the Snow. Okay. Um, it was on Disney Plus. It's starring Ludacris, uh, Tiana Paris, uh, Lil Rel. Uh, well, is it still Lil Rel Howard or is it Rel? Is it just Rel now? Y'all to be real if you don't yeah, want me to Yeah, because I feel like I've seen it. You oh, know what I'm saying? But I don't know. But he played a really good Black Santa. I'm not going to lie. It, it was a really good movie. It's funny. But also it was, it was a great time with everyone uh, commenting and spilling. 
it was a it's a cute app i actually really enjoy and i enjoyed uh interacting with everybody on the app and watching the movie together because i know we do stuff like that on twitter but it was different on spill because it was like all right everybody we're starting at this time since it was streaming (laughs) right right so it was streaming rain too Love you, oh, girl. Yeah, shout out to April. Yes, for sure. Shout out to April. Shout out to April. Shout out to April. Shout out to April, girl. That's right. Yes. Shout out to April. So funny. She'll get your ass in them tweets. April so quick. is so funny. Before you know it, April will wrap you up and tag the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she will. The pie's a powerful Twitter account. Okay. Ask the Oscar. Yes. Hello. Okay. But yes, that's it for me. Uh, now. What do y'all want to jump into? Because I don't want to jump into that, honestly. <laughs> no, you didn't. It's all bad. It's all bad. It is just... Oh, It's been so much going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, is it a portal open? It's just so much heavy. I mean, it's. I guess that's just the world, but it just seems like a lot. And then it's well, the holidays, so everyone's just yeah. already on edge. Have y'all started Christmas shopping? <laughs> Are you no. buying for anybody? <laughs> It's see, yes, it's crazy because no, I, I have a couple started. of things that I already have. <laughs> mm. Like, like I had some things from like a couple months ago. I'm like, but now I'm like, I need to might change a couple of things or add on a couple of things. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I definitely still have more shopping, always more shopping that I could be doing. My yeah. first cousin, mm. shout out to my first cousin, um, Dr. Lauren Sarcopato, and then uh, my cousin, Lydia Cole, they're having babies. They're sisters, and they're having baby oh, boys. They're regret. pregnant at the same time. Oh. Yes, they're due, they're due like maybe two, three months so apart. Cool. <laughs> so at my brother's birthday party last night, I literally... That was my first happy time seeing birthday, both of them Damon. pregnant. Yes, happy birthday to yes, Damon. Yes, happy birthday. It's crazy ass. We we was being loud and drunk last night. <laughs> we had a good time <laughs> with all my cousins. All the niggas that taught me how to talk the shit I taught. We was oh, they was all right there last night. And then oh, randomly, shout out to uh, shout out to Mo, my brother's friend who's like family to us. Me and him started panning or roasting each other like back and forth. And it was people crowded around us. And we yeah. got the, we got it popping last night. So it was funny. <laughs> but anyway, my cousins were there. So I saw them both last night at the same time, touched both their bellies. And and my cousin Lauren is on basically almost nine months right now. So she could have her baby any day. Soon. My cousin Lydia is right behind her. And so um, I started, so basically I said that because I started Christmas shopping for their babies already. <gasps> oh. uh, two of their boys, they're going to be born around shopping the same time. Shopping for little kids is like the best. <laughs> you know, and yeah. they're the new babies so in the family. Shit. So we about to, I'm going the fuck off. You already uh, know how I'm coming. <laughs> so yes. like, I started shopping for them. I know what I'm getting, Daria, and I know what I'm getting, my brother, Damon, and his wife. Um, and then my, my so uh, goddaughter, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. it. Other than that, you know, I ain't got no niggas. <laughs> So <laughs> no, you didn't have to make that clear. <laughs> so guess who's wow. guess who's getting some funny? <laughs> Wait, are y'all are y'all what? going to Crystal's for Thanksgiving? Yes, I will the be there. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. I'll be there via Facetime. I can't wait to chat with you. Yes. I'm going to I'm going to her house and I'm going to see my girl Ebony. Ebony K. Oh, Williams. Yes. I'll be going to see her. So yeah, shout out to you, the, Ebony. The Thanksgiving bounce around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I'll it. Be, what you I'll be do? in I'll be in North Carolina. Okay, wonderful. With family. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. And, yes. And then I'll be in North Carolina for actual Thanksgiving and then the two days after. But then I'm spending the weekend in Nashville with Claude. Which hey. I'm really <laughs> Nashville, Cashville, Nashville, Nashville Tina Key. 
Exactly, because he. <laughs> okay. I told y'all he bought a new house, so oh, I, I already oh, know. No. Oh, I already know that motherfucker now. is crazy. What? The house, I know it is. And we've been like um, working together to decorate it, so I just want to finally come. I, friend, I was just gonna say you. You, you already check know. The rooms out. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as I rooms. saw his house, I said, "I don't know if you're hiring someone, but please." And we have a room or two to play with because it is just a beautiful fucking house. But I'm excited to come and see some of the collaborations that mm-hmm. we did on some mm-hmm. of the rooms and just also just to celebrate because that's a big big uh mar- like marker for life as an adult yes. you know to have Especially your first house and in nashville like in, in the nashville. capital and one of the music capitals of our nation our nation know. you know i'm a patriot <laughs> <laughs> and i love where he lives he said his neighbors have animals Mm-hmm. and shit so he's a little bit outside you know mm-hmm. of the city so I'm just excited and then the cool part is Kia y'all know she usually spends uh, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving holidays, holidays yes. in Nashville so she's gonna yeah. be there uh, so yeah. we're ready. I need to clap for that I love it <laughs> cause you love know you, like Kia. that's my sister so yes. I'm ex- super excited cause Put in the studio, I feel like I don't get to see, I know up. right I feel like I don't get to see <laughs> Kia for the holidays cause mm-hmm. she usually is goes there. yeah so yeah. I'm it's that's random beautiful. For me to be in Nashville for the holidays, so I'm excited to spend some time with Kia and love up yes. on her, and Can she's gonna yes. come hang with us. Can y'all like go to a um? So a two studio? things. Number one, <laughs> number one, sort of, but number one, that's <laughs> out to her. <laughs> you better have Kia bring you a plate because that's a house I would what? eat the food oh, yeah. out of. Oh, when I tell you, tell. Food is gonna that's, snap. You know what? Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. don't forget that, okay? Even Kia, even Kia alone, was she be yeah, cooking? That's what Get out of here. You know it's clean. <laughs> you know you ain't got to worry about no no funny shit. You know the food going to be well, good. That's season. a house you would, mm-hmm. you should eat out of. You First are so thing. right. Second thing, I personally would love, and I know everybody that's listening to this and participating in this would love, y'all should like go to like a coffee shop. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Outside in Nashville, and hire a photographer. Like, take some no, cute pictures. <laughs> take some cute pictures, like at a coffee shop. You and Kia, and post them. That would be so cute. Now nah, you know Kia and I are gonna be in sweats and Jordans that whole <laughs> fucking weekend. You can put weekend. an earring on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> put a little hoop with it. You know? I'm only dressing up cute. Mm-hmm. Um. On Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, yeah. I have like a proper cute look. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not wearing I'm giving hyper femme. It's gonna be super pretty. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> but that's please put it. a picture in the group chat, please. <laughs> please. Friend, please. Friend is wearing a little skirt with a sweater and everything is super cute. So cute. Friend. Friend. It's very, very Friend. cute. Because oh. y'all know I don't usually get down like that, but it's it's that type you and of your, time. So, you and your soft girl era for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta make people think he got a good girlfriend. <laughs> That's how I the mood. Okay, very much, friend. Y'all know the scam. Okay. <laughs> Family bitch, she's so sweet. She is a girl with a little sweater. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got Tim's in the truck and a rapper chain. But... 
grandma don't even I love see it. that. I love it. I love <laughs> no, it. Get your chain back. I'm actually the just kidding. Get your hand, the, the top of your hand rubbed by an elder <laughs> at the holiday. If you can get an older black with person, do you like this? With their little rings. Uh-huh. If you get an older <laughs> black person, do you like this? You've done your job well. Okay. <laughs> and also, I'm absolutely kidding. We're literally doing this to make y'all laugh. Y'all yeah. know I wear whatever yes. the fuck I want. I just don't want nobody yes. to feel bad if they are going with their Tims. <laughs> Right. Chain to see grandma. Grandma don't usually care. That's what I'm gonna have on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Shit. I'm excited. I'm not excited to travel, but I am excited to eat good food. I've also been on a 30 day sugar cleanse. Mm, okay. Which I started on the 24th, so it ends mm-hmm. right on Thanksgiving, which is like pretty divine timing because y'all know. So smart. It's just, was, mm-hmm. you know, I got through 30 days. I actually thought it was going to be a lot harder considering sugar is fucking, it's a Delicious. damn drug. Well, yeah. that part. <laughs> and I love it. But that's one thing that's just, it wasn't that sugar. hard. It was challenging at night when mm-hmm. I was tired because I realized that's when I get real, hmm, mm. what's around the house? You know, when you're up late, you ate a gummy, just bad combination. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I like the control that I had to. Enforce over myself over the these thirty days. Yeah, yeah it's hard. It was like, ooh, look at you, little I challenge myself to 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 exercise discipline as an adult with free will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's and good a to know who, that you can control some shit. Yeah, and I hate yep. I hated the the boundaries that I had to exist in as an as, as a young adult and adolescent a child. Right. So I'm so a person. I know how I live my life. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Indulgent. I hate rules and shit, and I mm-hmm. think we're supposed yep. to make ourselves feel better. <laughs> so that's what that's how I live. But I have been as I've gotten older, I've noticed myself, um, you know, just seeking out more opportunities to exercise discipline and my habits Same. and my behaviors, the way I live my life. Personally, I just think it's uh, something good to make sure the blade is sharp with. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Try to be disciplined, you know, yeah. don't jack off. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But you need like breaks that. like that like, sometimes. Yeah. I'll take breaks from even things that aren't necessarily bad for you, like music. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll take breaks just because I lean too hard on music sometimes mm-hmm. when yep. I should be focused on something internal. So yep. sometimes it's good to take breaks just from everything that you lean on just so that you can do kind of an audit of we your all mental need. health. Somebody sure. <laughs> Especially <lean> on. <laughs> around these times. I just might have a problem that you understand. You know what I'm saying? We all need somebody to Listen. lean on. <laughs> <laughs> just call on me, brother. <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you by Glade. Glow up your holidays with luxury scents at an everyday price with Glade. As the colder weather peaks its head around the corner, get into the newest limited edition fragrances by Glade and make sure your home has that warm, inviting aroma this holiday season. Now you can give your space the perfect vibe with twinkling pine and cedar or fall night long. Set the mood for your homecoming brunch with golden pumpkin and spice or maybe even a little crisp cranberry champagne for the cooler months. Smell is the strongest sense tied to memory. Set an unforgettable vibe with masterfully crafted fragrances by Glade. Glow up the holidays with luxury scents at an everyday price with Glade. Available at retailers nationwide. But wait, can we talk about everything that has come up in the news? I don't want to talk about Mm-mm. I Well, I will. I literally can't. Go ahead, friend. <laughs> well, no, I know you can. <laughs> yeah, no, friend, you, I, you are more than you are more than welcome to. But you said, "Can we? We cannot." I but can. you most. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to bring it up just because 
I am very triggered. Y'all yeah. know that I have mm-hmm. dated people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in that industry uh, that were pretty tricky prominent. men, prominent men. Yes, that um, I was very young. And man, the abuse that gets covered and just, it is so hard. It is so hard. And I just seeing people, even people that we know, like cracking jokes. And ain't nothing funny that I'd say. Yeah, cracking jokes on Cassie. Obviously, I'm I'm discussing the Cassie uh, case that came online of um, things that she, I can't even get the words out. That's how triggering it is. The allegations that she she had against Diddy and his treatment of her over the past decade, over her career, her music career, her life, her personal life, her mental health, her physical health, sexual health. I mean, you name it. He really dug his claws in there, allegedly. And, ooh, it just, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally devastating. And I think the yeah. part that is the, the hardest pills to swallow is that he gets to just pay his way out of this conversation. You mm. know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. we've seen this time and time again where it gets settled. And this don't, I'm not even speaking on Cassie because she has to do what she has to do to take care of herself. Cause at the end of the day, right. people don't realize the psychological ramifications of this type of treatment and mm-hmm. how it, it interferes with just your day to day and your ability to take care of yourself for real. So I don't think this money conversation where people are like, Oh, she just wanted money. Trust me. <laughs> money is helpful because she probably hasn't been able to have her mind right in so many years, but right. It's so much deeper than that to be able right. to write out for 35 pages what you experience and know that it's out there now. I don't know what more people needed to hear. You know, we already saw what happened to Meg the Stallion. Like, what else did you mm-hmm. need to hear? This is a great time for people to be reminded to mind their fucking business, right? I read all 35 pages of the, I complaint, did too. Of the, the complaint that was the that allegations was that was filed, mm-hmm. right? And Nothing is funny about anything connected to anything about this story. And the fact that people have chosen willfully to make it into something to get to mind jokes from. I'm a person who finds humor in everything, literally. Mm-hmm. Right. But some things are not you should not joke about them. OK. And this is an example of that. This is much deeper for all parties involved than this being about a money grab. Mm-hmm. And if you are not savvy enough and mature enough and human enough to understand what is being discussed in relation and connection to this case and this situation, if you don't understand the seriousness of that, you have a problem. And so this mm-hmm. has been a great way for me to filter out the idiots from the people that have sense. This yeah. has been a great time for me to um, just 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 really see who is speaking loudly about things and then behaving differently. You know, when opportunities, when situations like this arise, mm-hmm. you're so loud about supporting people and, and and vilifying other people for for lack of support. But when things like this come up, you're making jokes and, right. and, and, and trying to go viral and shit like that. So it's just a really, really sad situation. Just and dark. people really, really hopefully this causes people to really do a self edit as a consumer of media, as a human being. As a person who engages with others, think about the relationships surrounding you and what how you exist in those relationships. This is really a reminder to do a self-check because behaviors amongst 
you know, people that we engage with can have some really damning consequences if we're not careful. And, and so, when you turn the other way, because mm-hmm. you're more concerned about bridges being burned mm-hmm. or how that might affect your opportunities, you know, like that to me, I think, especially when you're young, you know, mm-hmm. Cassie's 19, 20 to like her case explain, this isn't a one person circus. You know, it takes a lot of people to work together to create this Mm -hmm. network of silence. And a lot of it has to do with power and influence and money. And I just, it's, it's the hardest pill to swallow. It's a lot of why I just did not have the bandwidth to move forward being in the music industry because the amount of abuse that you have to endure when you are a young girl and you, and it's clear as a young girl too, when you don't have a a strong family dynamic, Mm. I think it's a sniff your ass out in a way, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, Oh, she's easy to isolate from people that care for her because she doesn't have that guidance, you know, and, and you're just an easier mark. Mm. And so it's just reading. It was triggering. It was devastating. I hate that for her, seeing all the jokes, seeing a lot of people just turning this on her. It just was like, wow, man, this is exactly why people don't speak up, because then you become this story, you know, like that. That becomes your whole identity. And I understand why there are people that just don't even say anything, not to mention the the um, the trouble, not trouble. it's, It's deeper than that. The fear of what could happen to you by speaking up against people like this who clearly are dark hearted, you know, like they, I, I sometimes I try to think, you know, my woo woo stuff. I'd be like, is it an entity that's fucking attached to these people? Like, what the fuck is it? But sometimes that feels right. like a cop out for that. The reality that they're just some fucked up people in the world, too. Right. You know, yep. I don't know. Some dark shit going on. Yeah. And and I and I hate that like it just gets swept because we've seen it time that's and the, time again. That's the part that's the like you'll hear the worst shit, and then the person just gets to be at an awards show <laughs> in two or three Trump. months. Um, you know what I'm I, saying? Like, like they get to be president. They yeah. get to still work with young artists. They yeah, get to be in that, music videos. They still get to have albums come out. They still get nominated. They get. It's just like it's crazy. That's, that's the part that kind of makes it hard for me to, I don't want to say know where to stand because there's right and there's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like we already know all of this shit is wrong. I think it's just hard to make, it makes it hard for me to really decipher that because when wrong happens, like you said, in this case, he just pays his way out and it's like done. But then it's like other cases, people before they got to this point, you know, if they were, because these are allegations. So let, let's say Diddy did do these things because I'm pretty sure that he did. But, you know, I still have to say allegedly. So I'm not trying to say I believe anything otherwise. You know, I just don't know how to make myself extra clear. Anyway, um, it's just hard to think back to like how he started to be able to do this and continue to do this. And like, was it other people he saw doing this or like, like, how does this work? Because there's, it just doesn't seem like it seems like cutting the head off and three other heads growing back. It's like, what does this mean? Like, how do we get to a point to where we're like, all right, yeah, this is wrong. Um, he, we got him locked up, her locked up, whoever locked up. Now we're going to make a thing to where stuff like this doesn't happen. Like, there's just no surefire way because it, it people when, like you said, 
people in that industry make it seem like, all right, well, every job has its problems and this is just one of those issues at a job. And it's like, no, this shouldn't be a thing. Like this is predatory behavior. This is, you know, messing with people's little livelihoods, you know, like how is this something that continues to happen? I just don't understand. And I think that's why it kind of confuses me and it angers me and it upsets me and it frustrates me to not know what to like really do in situations like this. Like, yeah, I can, you know, speak publicly and say, fuck Diddy or whatever. But then at the end of the day, like, I don't know what happens past that. Well, I think our, our own responsibility is our circles is just making right. sure that the people you're associating with, you know, how you guys treat each other. Right. If you, right. Even if it is a close friend, even if it's someone that you would never have fucking imagined, if something comes up, you know what I mean? Holding each other accountable. Like, those are the things that matter because a lot right. of these people in this industry don't speak on it because they're benefiting in some capacity, whether it's their silence is a door for opportunity or the fact that they're probably doing the same shit in different capacities. Mm. You know what I mean? So speaking mm. on another man, as we saw with um, what's his name? Slim Thug. Mm-hmm. He uh, shared voluntarily his opinion on, I think on this or on mm-hmm. some, yeah, it was on this case. And now look, now we mm-hmm. know shit about him that it's like, well, you did that to your damn self. You know what I mean? That's my point And that's my frustration with this whole situation. I'm tired of people feeling like giving their opinion is somehow making progress toward change. It's right. not. Or helping men in it's some not. capacity. Well, what yeah. you need to do is police your goddamn self. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need to monitor your own behavior. And like I said, do a self check on the way that you're existing in the, in the, with the people that you're in relationship with. That's what motherfuckers need to do. I'm tired of people. Well, you know, I'm a, uh, I, I stand behind. I, I'm like just hilarious ass sitting down talking about who going to stand up for us. Y'all know what I'm talking oh, about. I'm right, sick right. of that. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of that. Shut the fuck up and fix what's going on with yourself. That's what people need to do. Yeah. I'm tired of all of that. Sorry, but that just really irritates me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sending a goddamn tweet ain't doing nothing. But but that you the one you but you positioning yourself and being performative. You know what I'm saying? That's what a lot, a lot, not all, not even necessarily most, but a lot of that noise and shit, people just getting it off their chest through sending a tweet or making a Facebook status or putting an Instagram post up, just getting up how they feel. Even if you look at the the things that are going on globally right now, some of the global conflicts, people are, well, I stand with this group or I stand with this people who don't even know where on the globe that area is. But you want to you want people that that follow you uh, or that see you on social media to know how you feel about it. Shut the fuck up. I'm even with even with that, there's I had to check this white lady who, one, wasn't even following me, which means she mm-hmm. just scouring the internet mm-hmm. to bully people on where they stand Start in problems. the genocide. And she's, she's she left a comment under my illuminating intersectionality post on IG mm-hmm. and was like, what did she say? Something stupid like, you asked on the friend zone about unethical millionaires and billionaires and like if it was possible but you're proving that you're one of them something stupid like that mm-hmm. because i don't have a post on my ig about the genocide and i said to her it's clear that you don't even listen to the fucking show yes friend 
number yeah. one, because yeah. I have mentioned it on two episodes. I called it a genesis. I told you how I feel. And I also don't have to perform for you. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, you don't even follow me. You're not even a supporter of me you, as a bitch? person. That means you're just looking through IG and then looking what? For black people to, to come and say something like we're indebted to you in some way. Like, I don't even fucking know you. I'm glad you, know you let saying? her ass have it. I should, Yo, I should when I there. tell you she deleted that comment within like, it just went away from my, I don't even know if I finished Let's clap pressing. for that. Let's clap for that talk. <laughs> no, but that pissed me mm-hmm. off. I said, go bully someone yeah. else. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like she that shit pissed me up. off so, so much. Mm-hmm. She wasn't mm-hmm. even following me. She don't even know what I've been posting uh, on my IG stories. On the street. A random asshole on the street. And then going to connect it to an episode that I created years ago that literally has nothing to do with this conversation. And that's not even the that's not even the way it works in your social media spaces in your comment sections. It's not a space for people to argue or be contrarian just for the sake of that's not even her energy was so out of place. And I'm barely on Instagram. I post maybe two, three times a year, if that. I wish if you, you want to check her in, page. no, I didn't because she pissed me off so much when I saw her comment because it was that feeling of you don't even listen to my work if you think that I haven't said anything and you don't even follow me to know what I posted or didn't post, you idiot. And I just hate people doing that to each other. I've seen a lot mm-hmm. of the younger creatives um, from YouTube and TikTok that are feeling pressured to say something. and I, And mm-hmm. I feel for them because it's like, Maybe they're still trying to figure out what what's even happening. Exactly. Because a lot of us, this isn't this isn't something that a lot of people are priv- like understand. Mm-hmm. What is this war about? How did it start? Mm-hmm. Why you know? Would it instead of just being told what to say or what mm-hmm. to feel, there are people that are still figuring out. They're learning. They're like watching other people. Not necessarily to watch what they're doing, but understanding the different positions. Maybe they're still figuring it out. I understand that, you know, people are like, this is serious. It's genocide. It's not something you sit on. There are people speaking up about it. Focus on them. There's a lot of academics that are really speaking up about it in ways that are so informed. And they're informed. Yes. A lot of people are in the position of learning. So stop forcing everyone's hand. Let the people who are speaking speak. And stop, stop, stop correlating, right? Having an opinion with some sort of obligation to communicate, right? Like you can have an opinion on something without expressing it, without bringing it to attention for debate purposes, without, without anything. You could just have an opinion on something and that's fine. Everything that you don't, you're not even a, this is going to sound bad, but like, everybody's not a voice that needs to be heard, right? Like like everyone's not a, it's not like you're a political commentator, right? Or you're everyone might not feel that they have to voice everything. that they And some of y'all who are voicing it need to silence it. Okay. (laughs) That's the point I'm making. Shut the fuck up because if you just, just cause you feel a certain way about a situation doesn't mean you have to share it and, and let motherfuckers know how you feel. Cause what you stand on, shut up. If you, if you don't understand this, I haven't been connecting to the bullying like that. I don't get that. I really don't. And I do agree that I do. I am 1000% in agreement that people should be speaking out about this because it's fucking serious. And Mm -hmm. we're all seeing, 
the kids, the videos. I mean, it's devastating. I but do when we agree. say people that should speak out, but I we're don't think you about... should bully. But I don't think you should be scouring the internet to see which influencers or which celebs. I I don't want to hear from DJ Khaled. Or academics. I don't I care also, what Drake has to say. Like, I pers- you know what I mean? Like, at I don't all. know why people are looking to these people to say something. It's or like Ari. I don't care what Ari. she think. You know what I'm saying about this or that. I, I just feel like shut up. I feel like allow the people who have an understanding of this to speak on it and offer information. If you notice, the real people who are sharing the facts about the 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 conflicts plural that are going on right now. Mm-hmm. They are simply sharing facts. They're not even giving an opinion on it. It's not opinion based dialogue. They're sharing like what you can Factual, do on your his, end if and you're looking for ways. Information right. about mm-hmm. what has taken place. That's what needs to be. That's the communication that is that is effective in this situation. Not how you feel about who's right or wrong. Okay, when you probably didn't even vote in this recent election, that you know what I'm saying on a state level, you probably didn't even vote. So shut up. You're not qualified to speak on this and you're clouding the space with 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 just unnecessary rhetoric. And I am sick of that. Shut the fuck up and let the people who know about this shit share the information that people like your ass needs to know in the first place to form your actual opinion. Right. And centering like I've been using in the times that I've posted on my stories, I've been following a lot of. Palestinians, a lot mm-hmm. of educators, you know, a lot of people who are way like deeply informed mm-hmm. on this conflict and using my platform to amplify their that. voices there because you go. they are closer to the conflict. They have a different understanding of it. And what I feel comfortable with is less about sharing how I feel about yes, it friend. and more about sharing that I What's do agree. On? Yeah, I agree it's a genocide. I'm absolutely against it. And I am going to amplify the people whose voices I align with. And yep. that to me is what I'm comfortable with. But I really don't think that this bullying, the divisiveness, creating anxiety amongst our communities, like mm-hmm. just the people that are going to speak out are going to speak out. Mm-hmm. That's just the nature of people. People that are going to do it are going to do it. You don't have to bully someone into doing it. And don't I don't, look for I no just tweet from me right. with a bunch of exclamation points in it because you ain't going to get it. Okay. I'm <laughs> and just you've made you that right clear. Now. And I think you have the right to decide that for yourself. The yeah, same way exactly. that I have the d- right to decide what I post. And, and personally, I love what you're doing because that, that to me, again, communication has to be effective. Otherwise, we're wasting each other's time, right? To me, that's, that is what. Or making people do people it out of fear. Do. Like that part I just don't connect with on That's a human level. That's a big level. difference than you getting on live. And even though you could, right? Because your voice and your work, your track record lend itself to one that one that shows you have integrity, mm-hmm. which would then lend itself to, you You know, you could have an opinion on this as a person who's been working in media for eight years as a podcaster, mm-hmm. in, in addition to everything else you had already done, right? But me or not even me, but like just a random person getting online doing this, that's not going to help anything. Okay. It's not, it's not, we're not, you either, you only need to be talking about this shit. If you can move the needle in some way, if not shut up and just share the actual factual information that's going on. That's how I feel about it. You were saying something, Asante? (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) 
I don't remember child. Y'all was uh just tearing mm. that up. No, just because I, I really feel like my whole thing before <laughs> was about not the war. And now that we've gotten into the war, this is where I really stay in my lane and I just don't say anything because I hey, y'all know how emotional of a being I am. So it's like I'm gonna say the wrong thing just by saying I have empathy for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And that and that type of conversation isn't beneficial, but no one is looking at my timeline for any of that anyway. So I don't even feel a pressure to have that conversation or do any of that. But I think this takes me back to where I've always had issues with social media and everyone always having the having the free will to say what they want to say, but not using the discernment to say necessarily what could be beneficial or even perceived as beneficial. Even if someone is complaining about something that's beneficial because people feel that. But if you're just getting on there and you're being problematic or, you know, divisive or just hard about shit that for some people really need to be more informed about such as myself, but we can't get to that information because it's being filled up with so many opinions or you being told what you're supposed to do, as opposed to just being laid out, like you said, the facts and being able to choose for yourself. It just makes it really hard to interact online when it comes to things like this. So that's why I don't even try to like enter myself into this conversation at all with people um, online. I just try to get it, get it for myself and go. Mm-hmm. But just dialing back a little bit, this is another situation like, you know, with the predatory thing with Diddy, where I'm like, it's so hard to get to a solution because these problems run so deep. And so that's why it's so frustrating and angering. Like, we get to these positions to where we are people like I voted, but I was also like, all right, well, I had to I had to phone a few friends before I voted. You know what I'm saying? But that was me at the very least trying to be like, all right, well, uh, I know some things been going on. But, you know, because I always talk to Anton and I always call like another friend. Hey, Anton. Always, <laughs> yeah, you know, because, you know, I, I'd like to want I'd like to believe that I'm a responsible adult, but I feel like a lot of people just exist and maybe don't put as much. um thought into the human landscape as the rest of us. And I think that's why it's it's hard for me to even feel like, all right, well, I can ignore this noise and I can say that I'm not adding to the problem here and there, but what are other people doing? Or do I just keep going and assume or hope that the world gets to a place where other people are doing these things and these things start changing? Because that's why it's so hard when you look at, that's why it's because there's this sector of people, right? That (laughs) there's always going to be people that have their opinions and they blame And then there's the sector of people, which I feel like I fall into a lot, where we want to disengage. And it doesn't mean we're not informed. It's like we're following a lot of this stuff, but we don't know how to interact with it. Like, I don't want to, like, share and retweet it on my timeline, but I want to go out and make sure this doesn't happen to somebody else. But it's so divided randomly on situations that should be clearly right and wrong. So I think that's where I come from as far as, like, being... Just like fucked up every time anything happens. That's what I don't want to talk about any of it (laughs) at the top of it. And so I kind of just want to express like how it can be a little maddening, if anything, you know, if I want to base it down to one word to consume this information and to try to let alone figure out what you're supposed to do next with it or who you'd want to hear from to highlight what should be done, which we're all saying don't have to necessarily be solutions, but for whatever reason have become some to other people. It reminds mm-hmm. me of with, with COVID, just the divisiveness with like, are you vaccinated? Yes. Are you not vaccinated? Yes. Are you doing this? Are you doing that? Are you wearing a mask? Like everyone's just so angry and it creates this chaos. 
and the bullying. Remember the bullying? I yes, mean, people yes. were afraid to even admit whether or not they if were you're vaccinated. Not wearing a mask, yeah. Then you don't need to if you got that vaccine. I just don't understand how that's useful. Like me either. That's why I used I, to threaten a cough all the time. <laughs> I've just and to <laughs> me it's like I I think you know, I think people should speak up if they if they feel they should. Yes. And to me, that's what Even it's left then, to. I'm, no, I think you need another filter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just yes, there's, these motherfuckers want to. There's a lot of, of opinions. No, listen, yeah. there are a lot of opinions and a lot of people saying a lot of shit. Mm, I'm yeah. OK with that in the sense that that's what they're choosing to do at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what this comes down to for me. You have no idea what people are doing to deal with this. You have no mm-hmm. idea. Like Haas, for instance, a lot of people are looking to her to say something. She might it might look like on the outside she has nothing to say, but she actually just put together a panel of like different leaders of different communities and they're debating the conversation, not even picking a side. They're debating it. Some of them are on the side of Israel. Some of them are on the side of trees. You know, there's mm-hmm. always that woo woo person. Some of them are on the side of the Palestinians. It's like, she's putting that together. I'm actually helping her edit it to mm. put it out. I could, I told her I'm not going to contribute to the conversation as a thought leader because it's, I don't, I'm not informed enough mm-hmm. to have that type of space taken up in a, in a round table, but I will contribute as far as you don't have to worry about the tech side of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's how I was helping her to get her message and what she put together out. You know, like people are doing what they have to do in different ways. And I think when you start going someone's page to tell them what they are and aren't doing, you should probably focus on what you're doing on your page, how you're getting the message out and make sure that you're contributing to society and this conversation, how you see fit. And if everyone can do that, then it will it'll it'll uh, mitigate all this anxiety that's happening right now. Because like I said, I see a lot of the younger creatives and don't get me fucked up some of the young creatives are out here on tiktok fucking mm-hmm, mm-hmm, tearing it mm-hmm. down y'all know gen yes. z don't play about activism but there's also some that are scared mm-hmm, they don't know mm-hmm. what to say maybe they are worried about uh burning bridges financially i've seen people losing jobs some people are not willing to take that risk to lose a job and guess what some people are mm-hmm. let those people that are do their thing that's it I feel the same way. All I was going to say I have is, no, fuck y'all. I have no fear of losing anything because it's like, what am I going to lose? I, I'm self-employed. <laughs> and, so and, I'll speak out, but I'm not going to force someone else who might not have that liberty or that privilege, who has a family, whatever the job, whatever their reasons, I'm not going to be under your page telling you why or why not have you spoken up. You and Haas are not producing that. that event to satisfy a question about what you're doing in connection to what's going right. on in the world. And I think that's important to note mm-hmm. that's going on behind the scenes, but it's not going on and going to be revealed to in an effort to appease people thinking that we're doing something no, or not doing something. You're doing something. it because we it's genuinely purposeful. want. Right. Right. Okay. Yep. There's a and purpose. that's why you should leave people to how the fuck alone and worry about your motherfucking self instead of trying to police what everybody else is doing. And that I'm not trying to harp on focus on the negative part or a part that's less important than, I guess, putting out a message of whatever the fuck. But I'm sick of people with that. 
I'm tired of that. Don't worry about what the fuck I'm doing. Don't worry about how I feel about nothing. Don't worry about what you think somebody else is supposed to be doing or saying. It's not up to you. Yeah. It's not up to you to judge and meet or somebody else's anything. Activism. Activism, opinion, whatever the fuck. It's not up to you. So stop requesting it. Stop, Stop looking for it. Stop judging it. Stop all of that. That's the point that I would like to make. And I'm happy yep. y'all are putting that panel together. I'm going to watch it. Right. Well, Haas is putting yep. the panel. Haas. And you contribute. You helped yes. her on the back end. I'm happy <laughs> right, Haas right. is doing that. Absolutely. I'm going to watch her shit. Yeah. You know? Same. And because, you know, she's going to curate yeah. some real shit. Like, and I'm not yes. watching it to see how Haas feels about this. I'm watching mm-hmm. it to, to hear what these people have to say. These right. they're religious leaders. Yes. Exactly. So... All that to say, there's just there's a lot going on. There's a lot of energy around what's going on. There, you know, a lot of people treating each other every which way online. It really makes being in a digital space challenging. But then the the interesting part is you don't want to look away because you want to stay informed. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I want to stay informed. I want to continue to help in whatever way I mm-hmm. can. Um, but it's hard to sift through. The parts that, in my opinion, aren't important, like people fighting each other over what, who said what and what, you Getting know, to the beneficial parts. like, let's be useful here. Like, what are the things that we can be doing? How about we focus our energy on that? You know? Yeah. I'm also not going to, to debate with anybody who opens their dialogue with, well, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw the clips online. Automatic DQ. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going back and forth with nobody who says, well, yeah, I saw a video where a guy had said automatic dq mm-hmm. we're not going to discuss global issues like this off of when, sound clips we're not i'm sorry especially when they're being um altered people and people are dying and we're i'm talk- watching videos Zoom out for a minute we're talking about people literally being murdered and dying this right. is not fodder like for conversation lineages this is so serious lines. and and the reasons why it's happening are so serious and deeply entrenched into the history of the world you know what i'm saying this is mm-hmm. not small potatoes so to speak you know what i'm saying this is some and mind real you, serious I, shit. I feel like even if you are an academic who is familiar with the history of this um dynamic there's still a lot of shit that we just will never know because we're not there yeah. there's a lot of dark entities there's yes. a lot of government yes. hidden shit you know what i mean like that's yes. the part that's so dark about it i feel like we don't even know who the really real. fucking like yep. It's scary. It's scary. But all that to say, fucking join again. Shit, I done got fucking nervous. (laughs) Because it is a nervous time. It's a really nervous time, which is why I think people should be left to process and figure out what they're feeling through this time. Right, dumbass bitch coming on friends page. Oh, I I hadn't been that angry in a long, and I think it's because she was a (laughs) white woman too. (laughs) You know, like they just like it irked me so bad. Like, girl. Get the mm-hmm. fuck off my page. Mm-hmm. A Bitch. white woman how, telling me to speak like up. like K. Michelle what? on that doorbell. Remember what came Michelle Get the fuck t- up off my porch. Get <laughs> right. off my porch, bitch. Right. But all that to say, the Diddy thing was so triggering. Mm. Sending Cassie all the love and support. And I just pray that more, that somehow more comes out and more is yeah. done. And that this, you know, puts everyone else that's been playing those industry games on notice, you know? And love and support to anybody that's been through this that hasn't been able to speak up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. 
Because everyone has their reasons. Like you why said, they it was so hard watching this yeah. play out. Like, so I can only imagine what they're thinking. I, I I doubt anyone's thinking like, oh, well, I can go give me a bag too. I probably they probably think it's like harder to speak up now. They're like, wow, now I see what they're gonna say about me, and it's gonna just be even easier to discredit me. Like they're probably even more discouraged. But oh yeah, I'm when you gonna... see the internet, how it turns on the victims, it's it's like. It's, it's awful. I could imagine people being like, I may be considered speaking up, but no. But right. it's not even worth it the way that you get yep. treated and, and mobbed on and Mm-mm. the y'all see how the I can't even say it's the men, because I saw a lot of women cracking jokes too. So it's just the world yeah. for real. People don't give a fuck. If you ever if you Which don't is scary to all me. you have to do is go through the comment section and you will see. They make jokes about everything and then they if if they like something, I was at a concert recently, right? And the DJ played in between like one of the acts coming out, the DJ played an R. Kelly song. Oh shit. Like three in a row. The DJ was like, I'm finna do something. I don't know how this gonna go. Oh but wow. I'm finna do this. Really? Played it. You should have seen the black women. That was standing up, dancing, rolling and smiling as if they knew, as if they were doing something that that they felt like was wrong or shouldn't have been done. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You could see it so clear in their in their facial expressions and the ways that they were dancing and moving and then sitting down saying, girl, I'm literally looking to see this because it was tripping me out. Slapping high five, girl, that, that shit, that, you know, that's my shit. You know, I still fuck with R. Kelly. That's, that's what they was all saying. I mean, listen, wow. people have there's the right, but that shit is crazy. Between, there's a huge difference between what we see people doing and saying on um, apps like Twitter and Instagram and, and sites like Facebook and what they're doing in the real world in physical spaces offline. There's mm-hmm. a sharp difference. Mm-hmm. And it's frightening because as a person who spends a lot of time in those internet spaces, I contrast the behavior versus what's being said. Mm -hmm. And it's really wild to see because they did not give a fuck. They was literally like getting up and almost doing it to be, um, to be be antagonistic. Right. I'm trying to tell you. And I feel like that's what I'm seeing a lot of antagonistic energy online, especially with people that I know personally that I see them, I know how they feel about it in real life, but I see them antagonizing. And I know that Elon now pays you to do dumb shit on Twitter. Exactly. You get paid for impressions. So people are have a a motive for saying out of pocket shit. And that's the part that's that's also dangerous about the energy around these really serious topics online, because there are people that are saying shit just to get paid. They know they're going to piss you for off. The sake of. Yeah. They know that if they say Israel or something, something at black Twitter, most people are going to be on their ass and then that's money in their pocket. And the well, same who- with Diddy and, and, you know, all these stories that have been coming up that have been mind fucking blowing. You got to consider that too. Be- People What's some niggas paid. that be on the corner? The black Israelite niggas? Oh, I ain't heard nothing. Where y'all uh-huh. motherfuckers at? I no, they was, no, no, they were actually, the yeah, they was Mm-mm. throwing shit at the um, Palestinian protest, which is so mm-hmm. fucking embarrassing and made my stomach drop. I yep. cannot. Like, this Being is, this aggressive is. and violent towards the Palestinians over, over Israel, a whole group of black men. Just looking dumb. In ninja and costumes. That shit pissed me the fuck off. Friend, Ooh, what I they have so on, pissed. honey? 
You heard what the hell me. Friend? <laughs> What's that she store she... called? That Halloween store? We all know that big one in Soho. Oh, Spirit. <laughs> Straight from the back of the fucking racks thought, of Spirit. I, you, I thought you was going to say, you said Power Rangers. I was going to say, not the Power Rangers, Ninja, Ninja Storm. <laughs> they are so. Oh, I'm sorry. They pissed like, me. God I told y'all when they, every time I used to walk past them on 116th, I would roll my eyes. <laughs> the Bible Belt. We used to call that the Bible Belt. Because <laughs> no, you, you had to pray to make it through that block. <laughs> I'd be like, come on, y'all. We got to walk through the Bible CBS Belt. That CVS on 116th, yep, 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 they yep, always yep. park their asses on a damn yep. piece of wood up there. And they used to hate it. I would cross the street. <laughs> I had oh to go my through God. my YouTube one day and try to figure out what was in my history because a couple of their videos came up. Oh, you know, some no. of them like, recorded on the street. <laughs> I was like, what the hell did I watch? Because I was like, what played pre like right before this? Because I ain't never watched none of this before. Speaking of but they was literally arguing with a Christian on the street. Mm. I was and like, that's the oh thing. Like, like y'all know me. I am a curious person. So mm -hmm. I'm never someone that is going to tell someone you should think this, you should do. I'll listen to what you think. And then take it from there. So Same. I remember being younger and people would be laughing at them. Da, da, da. And I remember being younger and standing one time like, I want to hear what these motherfuckers are actually saying before I yeah. laugh or whatever jokes New Yorkers have over them. I remember standing at that CVS and trying to listen and it just made no fucking sense. <laughs> and I was a teenager and was like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> That's all I kept saying. And I remember I told you one of them told me, that my mom was a whore because she busted it open for the white man. I looked at him like, you fucking idiot. I'm Dominican. What are you talking about? <laughs> and what am I supposed to do with that anyway? Like, you what kind idiot. of response do you think you're going to get from me telling me my mother is a, is whore, a whore? Who busted it open Nigga, for the white man. Nigga, your motherfucking mama is a hoe that raised a <laughs> dumbass son that fell for this bullshit. You got you swindled. Okay, you should be like, what am I supposed to do about you then? Because you know, your mom's a whore too. You're here like, in my fucking face. Topanga, you a nigga. <laughs> Not to <big. laughs> On a lighter note, right? What do y'all think about... Um, <laughs> what do y'all think? Topanga, you a nigga. <laughs> oh I wish God. we could name Ooh, the episode. I would literally that. We should just name the episode Topanga. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, but anyways, what do y'all think Which about Drake's song new song? Did oh, I didn't listen. I didn't get to listen to all of them, but I'm already fucking with them. he went crazy, but I did. He did, and I love them. The they first one, mad. what is it? Red? Yes. Red? Um, I'll tell you right now. My favorite is... that's the one you, I was listening to. My favorite is You to... Broke My Heart. But um, here we go. For all the dog scary hours oh, edition. stories about my brother is where... Yeah. Red button how, many, red button. how many songs are on there? Four, six new, four new songs. songs. Okay. Oh, six. Oh, yeah. Six new songs, There's yeah. six. J. Cole. Oh, Evil okay. Ways of J. Cole. Oh, you incredible. Broke My Heart. Also, let's play You Broke My Heart real quick. This is You Broke My Heart by Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, baby, don't go. Don't go. Look. Look. My notepad caught many bodies. Screenshots saw plenty problems. Voice knows bag plenty hotties. Can't just talk to me like anybody. Can't just talk to me like anybody. Man, you bitches know that I'm a somebody. And little baby bad, she got a drum body. Bunch of feelings I just couldn't shake. Disrespected, I just shouldn't take. You just couldn't see the good in Drake. Four months, not a long time, but you fuck somebody, you just couldn't wait. You broke my heart, you broke my heart. Yeah. If you just believe, 
I had to let it get in there for a minute, but okay. yes, that's just one example. So, Wait until you sold. hear Evil Ways with him and J. Cole. J. Cole went crazy, and they're going on oh, tour shit. together. It's the second leg, oh, second leg of Drake's It's All a Blur tour. I'm um, going. I have to go. I really wanted to go to the tour, and I didn't get to go. The one so with 21 Savage. We can go together if you're down. The one with 21 Hell Savage yeah. was incredible. But um, I, I can't know. wait. I'm going back to this because remember, I told y'all J. Cole's last tour was one of the best rap shows I've ever been to in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I will absolutely be in attendance for this. Y'all need to fuck with yeah. this. I'm telling you, the Scary Hours Deluxe Edition. Of yes. For all the dog, do- for all the dogs. Excuse me. So it's a whole shit. new tour. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yep. Whole new tour. He going you. right back out on the road. I'm not mad at it at all. Yes. Damn. He he on his Yonce. I was gonna say maybe he got inspired by the random song tour. <laughs> Look, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, you know Put my perfume came to today. Feminine. Speaking oh, of yeah. Renaissance. <laughs> what did you think? Cut to the feminine. What did you think? Uh, I don't, every time I see Renaissance, I just have to. I say, I hear cut to the feminine. <laughs> What no, you know what? I, well, actually, like it's on my porch as we speak. I literally just watched the UPS lady put it down. Can on we my get porch. a live? Can we get a live? Um, no, a no, live no. fucking review for him, please. Or you want to save it for Patreon? Okay, I feel like a live review would be incredible of, of the Beyonce. But what if I don't like it? Then that's what it is. That's, that's so I, you know I can't do that. I I can't do that. <laughs> Take you back to YouTube day. No. <laughs> Hey guys. I highlight what I like. Oh, this is the final. And I, I don't like being cruel. <laughs> 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 no, you didn't. Hi, you guys. know what's funny? I was, Crystal made a joke saying that even if it stinks, she's going to wear it. She, said, <laughs> she said, oh, fucking well. She was like, I'm going to stink. And then Jade, and Jade was like, you're crazy. <laughs> So I made them promise me that when Crystal gets her bottle, mm-hmm. that they will do a unboxing together. Well, oh my Crystal god. gets to lie and Jade gets I, to I tell the truth. Oh my god! I'm I going to sing in the audience. Will that not be the best fucking video? Right they have now. to be like, on live for this, to, and they yeah, promised me that, right that as soon as Crystal gets her bottle, which mm-hmm. should be any day now, because clearly they've been shipping them out, that they're going to do a dual unboxing. Right, what's it called? C note. What's the name of C note? C note. What's the name of the perfume? C noir. Beyonce got a perfume called C note. (laughs) (laughs) I should low key go get it and see. I'm trying to tell you. Crystal says she gonna wear it even if it stinks. (laughs) She said, "Fuck what you heard. We stinking. We stinking." With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Or just something to eat because you ain't got the time, right? Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy this fall to cook but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to crushing your goals. Adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step. Choose from 34-plus weekly, flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals 
ready to eat in two minutes. Level up with Gourmet Plus options prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. Treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, leeks, veggie, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. Looking for calorie-conscious options during the busy season? Try delicious dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best as you tackle a busy autumn? Try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45 plus add-ons, including breakfast items like our delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, which I've had and I love. Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold pressed juices, shakes and smoothies. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices and feature sustainably sourced seafood in our meals. This October, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash friend50 and use code FRIEND50 to get 50% off. That's code FRIEND50 at factormeals.com slash FRIEND50 to get 50% off. So let's see, y'all. This is the box. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Isn't it pretty, though? The box hard as fuck. See, I'm a... Yeah, the the packaging is gorgeous. I'm a perfume person, so I took the risk. Mm -hmm. I did the same when Rihanna dropped the Fenty. Mm-hmm. I told you I like it, but my partner says I'm not allowed to wear it around him. <laughs> he was like, "You have a, lot, you know, you got a lot of perfumes, <laughs> just that one." <laughs> so you know. <laughs> oh, oh! Crystal saying so, she's just gonna stink is one of the funniest things so I have ever heard. And she means and she's my dead serious. Life. I can see I know, her making faces, wearing it all day, and still being like. <laughs> all right, look at the bottle. Look how pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. All right, you guys. <laughs> <sighs> Are you, are you so, supposed to shake it? Shake it. It's perfume. Asante. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all ready? Oh yep. my God, if it's bad. Okay, if it's bad, we're just logging off. <laughs> do y'all oh my have, God. No, no, listen. Do y'all have anything else to say? <laughs> oh my God. We need to talk about Married to Medicine. <laughs> so then, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Fran I want to know what you think now But I You can't speak down on Fiance I don't like to speak I, down all, on Fran, black business We have to be positive all right, We have to on. be positive She know right now She already know Alright ready yep. I'm letting it I want to leave <laughs> Can I leave I just sprayed it for those listening and watching She's wearing okay, C notes Okay Beyonce. ready Yes Okay, it's not awful, but it might no. not be her favorite. But it's not awful. You it doesn't see, stink. you read my face. Yeah, it doesn't stink. Okay, hold mm-hmm. on. Let me let it. Yeah. 
We got man. It smells different on different arms. Put it on your other arm. Nah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to let it warm up too. So you know, once it gets you know, once it really yeah, sets into the skin, yeah, you got to let all the notes come in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Here's the truth. Here's the truth. All right. I, I don't hate it at all. Right? It's not a perfume that if I smelled it, I would have said I need to buy that. But mm-hmm. I don't hate it. It's not. I was worried it was gonna be floral. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't like floral perfumes, like that right, powdery right. kind of floral. Mm-hmm. And then I don't mm-hmm. like grandma smelling perfumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spices. This is warm but sweet. Mm-hmm. It smells. I know people were saying it has honey and patchouli and myrrh. So they you know those notes. In. <laughs> you know, wait, hold on. To me, if you're gonna use myrrh, the frankincense is right there next. You to know it. what? I'm not mad at it. All right, we got a positive review. We got a positive review. Fran likes C notes. C notes. I'm not mad at it. Now that it's dried down a little bit. And I'm sure you know with your chemistry too, that's going to make a difference. You ain't never stunk no damn way. Right. (laughs) Let me tell you. No, this isn't bad, Mm y'all. I didn't expect it. I'll say that. I don't know why I didn't expect this to be the scent, but this isn't bad. Good. I'm glad. Good. Yeah. See? Do y'all yes. like warm scents right. like like myrrh, patchouli, like that world? I know. Sometimes. I, sometimes patchouli is good, but I don't know. I ain't never smelled no myrrh. I just read about it when they talked about frankincense. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's always this frankincense. This is beautiful, and though. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looked like it's the Miami side. Such gorgeous packaging. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome you know what Miami perfume Beach. smelled good and I was shocked? What? Ariana Grande's cloud. I don't know if that's what it's called, but it's the little cloud. It, I, saw, it I smelled smell it like at Clairs. Target. I was like, am I about to buy Ariana Grande perfume? But it's mm-hmm. cute. It's like a cute... I just I heard what you said. <laughs> <laughs> it did feel like it smelled like Claire's. Sorry. Why your perfume smell like earrings, Pierce? Ears getting pissed. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's a cute scent. It's like a cute little, like, for a yin yang yang. You know what I mean? It smells like strawberry lip gloss. Like sterling silver. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that. Lip smackers. Oh, wait, look. So, <laughs> Beyonce's thing says it's layers of golden honey with the energy. Of jasmine, white patchouli, resinous layers of amber and myrrh. And what is this? It it is the spirit of the night beating with sensual excitement. Okay. That's my kind of night. Now now you're about to make me buy some (laughs) shit. (laughs) No, honestly, now that it's dried down, I fuck with it. I, and y'all know Good. I won't lie. I, I don't no. like knocking people. Something about that doesn't resonate with me as a human being. But... I don't lie if something sucks either. I'm actually glad it smelled good because I really didn't want to talk down on it. But that's nice. It dried down and now I can full full body say that it's a nice thing. <coughs> good. Yeah, I, know I never doubted Beyonce. Yeah, this is nice. And she says she wore it on tour, which is cute. Y'all, why I was on yes. the phone with my sister and my brother this morning and my dad... Um, clicked in or whatever my dad was talking to us for a minute so he, he started telling this joke already. he started telling this joke about this guy with a cart and a donkey and the donkey was missing or whatever and in the end it said something about the word ass and like that was the joke so after he told the joke like mind you it's me damon and dario on the phone or whatever and so i was like 
well, we say it was like a little pause or whatever. And I was like, well, we say ass so much, dad. I, you know, we say ass <laughs> all the time. That, you know, we don't care. <laughs> Damon goes, say, yeah, we, you know, I was waiting. He said ass and I was waiting for the punchline. I said, and my ass was sitting over here. <laughs> my daddy hung up. <laughs> oh my God. He said, now this is too much for me. <laughs> that happened. Like my two days. Like my joke wasn't funny. <laughs> this morning when I was on the, in the car coming from the airport. <laughs> You oh. Dad, with you and Damon, I go <laughs> imagine. Me spirit. and Damon, so shout out to all my cousins <laughs> and the friends on. They, we got love yesterday in the room. They, everybody hey. was saying, "Tell y'all hi." That's but we saying. had a good mother. A wang dang fucking, doodle. Oh my! On a Monday, <laughs> on a Monday, <laughs> nigga, like I have no, I'm so tired of laughing. Mind you, it's a surprise. <laughs> this is the kind of shit they were saying. It's a surprise party for my brother, right? So my cousin Dante gonna look when my brother walked in. <laughs> I was like, they was like, Dustin, go over there so you see you. I was like, no, let's laugh at him. His dumb ass don't even know I'm here. So we all started laughing. Like, this nigga is so dumb. We, we were able to pull off a surprise. Oh so when he came back there, you know, we had a moment of shit. My cousin Dante gonna say, you dumb motherfucker. We've been lying to your ass all day. (laughs) (laughs) You dumb motherfucker. (laughs) Man, what I tell you. So much love. So much. And the comedy. We I had tears. I could imagine. I had on like a sweater. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) My brother Fred gonna say it looked like I made my outfit. So he had <laughs> he had locks. So I was like, "Oh, shut your patchouli smell." I used patchouli yesterday. <laughs> like your patchouli, yeah. So you the motherfucker that was talking about. <laughs> I was like, "Shit, they shoving sea moss under your arms and shit." That motherfucker. Oh. We was rolled. Like I'm telling you, I have laughed. Well, I'm so glad hard. you had a good. I think that's yeah. what I'm most looking forward to this week coming up. It's like just family Being with family, family yeah. shit. Fam- yeah. Like I need it. I legit need it. So that makes me the laughs. Happy. Um, the holidays are always full of laughs for real. Yeah. So. And the good food. I'm ready to eat. You Are you mm-hmm. cooking anything? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Look, bro, I'll bring plates, cups. I'm headed to the south. You think <laughs> yep. I'm going to put anything on that table? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, other, than, other than your forearms. I know forearms. my strengths. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my forearms on that table. That's no, all. and my, my partner's sister and mm-hmm. I really, their whole family, they are cooks. Like yes, when Lord. I tell you they Dang. cook, but I don't mean like that little cousin that makes uh-uh. it. I'm talking about chefs for Cooking. a living. Like yes. this is what they do. They do not play. So no, I will be yes. there. I will bring flowers mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the drinks, the Candle. ice, yeah. the candles. I'll bring you know mine. Um, so Ebony told me mm-hmm. that it's it's a nice gesture, a nice gift to give people a bottle of olive oil. For like their kitchen oh, or whatever, like a big bottle of olive oil. That's, that's a, a customary, like, you know, you go into someone's home for dinner or that whatever is really to nice. visit. Classy. So just put Especially that out there to the audience. Especially if they're a chef, too, because they're going to yeah. really use that. So it's Put that out there to the yeah. audience. Go to like a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls or something, and you see the really nice big bottles of olive oil and shit. That's a good, nice, cost-effective gift to give to someone. So yeah. just FYI. That's which a good I didn't, one. I looked at Evan and I said, I did not know that. I didn't know yeah. that. I did not know that. Thanks, Ebony girl. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wait, so you girl, said you, you wanted to talk about Married to Medicine because yes. we got to get out of here soon. Let's wrap that up. So yeah. Married to Medicine season 10, as we know, just started. We're at this point three episodes in. 
Um, <laughs> never in the history of reality television, France still smelling the perfume. I can't. Y'all. It keeps changing. <laughs> For the better. Oh, this is good. Yes. Okay. This Renaissance cunt to the feminine. <laughs> um. So. Never before in the history of reality TV has a couple that was part of the original cast broken up. Then the husband left. The wife continued as cast. They've brought the husband back onto the show with his new wife now. Oh, and that's the ex-wife terrible. is still on the cast, right? That's terrible. Mess central, but great television. Did she know? Great television. Oh, yeah. She knew what she was doing. Um, she knew both all parties knew well. Okay. Interestingly enough. I don't know if she the, was the first wife. The first wife was not consulted when the decision was made to cast her ex-husband and his new wife. Oh, that's and what she's I was expressed, asking. Yeah, so she's expressed in interviews that she felt disrespected and she would have liked the consideration of a conversation yeah, regarding Yeah, that's crazy, but t- she TV also is going TV, so. showed up at the young lady's bachelorette party. She walked in and the whole cast mouth hit the fucking floor. Why would she do that? Is she being petty? Heavenly screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not only was she being petty. You couldn't pay me. Well, you could pay me and I'm going to tell you why. This is, remember I told you this is the 10th season. That girl been on this show since season one. You not finna, this is her show. Her playground. Right. This might be your party, but this her damn show. So you think you're going to get to just come on here, talk shit about me. Right. We've never seen him have any conflict. She's spoken negatively about quad several times. And she's probably and you a think fan. You're get on this sh- uh, being a fan. Oh, she boom, went into his DMs. Head, she, she, she met him by going into his DM saying, I can give you what you want and put a baby emoji. Based on the show. Based on the show. Yep. Wait, a baby emoji is quad. Yeah, because on the show, because him and quad were having issues when they were married because quad he wanted didn't a, baby. Want a child with him. <gasps> yep. Which was the right That's decision fucked. because yep. they had issues with domestic violence in their marriage. Oh my God. All kinds of shit. And she didn't want to have a baby with him. This young lady. Entered into his DMs. But why is he on the show if they had issues with domestic violence? He's on the show. That's fucked up. I think because the violence was both ways. I think that's why they kind of because they both were like you did this or you did that. It was like that, and that's how that. It wasn't. Yeah, it was something they discussed. Right, it didn't happen on the show. So (laughs) right, so maybe that's why there was like less of a thing about it. But I feel you, and so yeah, this. Young lady like is on like internet, right? Tricky. Yeah. I shout out to Antoinette too because I had a good time with her this weekend. And shout out I to Stacy. I love you, Stacy. Love Stacy. That's my new girl. I love. I love. Hold on. Can I just <laughs> <Yes>. say this? <laughs> First of all, y'all know I love all y'all, but like both of y'all mm. and everybody, y'all know I love people. So Not that's you the about one to I say tell who's you. Your fave. What? Oh, I thought he was like, you know, I love y'all, but Stacy. <laughs> but Stacy. No, but no, but for real though, Stacy, I just know you and her. Like, you knew there was going to be I, some I, synergy there. I, I told her too. I told her, and, and she said some shit to me too. I was like, girl, yes, like you and him, like I y'all. We literally y'all just like, drew to each other. My my first time meeting her was at Mandy's It was like show. you and Fran. Literally. <laughs> well, almost, you know. Well, <laughs> it was, you, you know, you know. That's it. And it, and we don't even need to because they both are beautiful <laughs> yeah. connections, yeah. right? But like literally we did it wasn't we didn't make no effort. We just was in the same spaces. That's so cute. And we just Click. I don't know, I love her. Y'all just got, the same, we got the same energy. And when we were in party spaces, right? 
our approach to lots of things was just a light. Mm-hmm. And yep. it was, I just, I love her. She's super, Shout she's out super to you, Stacey. <laughs> super sweet. Wait, who is like, Stacey? Is that my one kind of girl. She's a friend of that's, Mandy. That's, Mandy. that's oh, one of Mandy's good girlfriends. Girls. Okay, I'm Look, not familiar. When, when I was on the road with Mandy, I was stealing all her friends. And Stacey was one of her friends that I stole. I see why. You're a magnet. That's the thing about you. Stacey is mag- incredible. I, can I just give myself a little praise too? Because I had a moment where I was having to doubt myself. Please. I am a magnet to great energy. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because like, you are being great up here energy. With you two, being up here with you two, I love y'all so much. Y'all are great people and y'all have done so much like with me, for me. Like thank thank the both of you like to the, from the depths of my soul. Aww. That's why I try oh, to just too. be as easy we going as possible. You, yeah. So if it's ever an issue, my bad. I'm sorry. I just be trying to not be a problem because I love y'all so much. And that's how I feel about people. That's why when I look at you and Stacey, I was like, oh my God. Like I just I just have these weird ass visions. We was vibing when we come true. <laughs> yes. Like yes. literally. Because Stacey moves just like you. Cause before you got uh cause when uh when we all moved or whatever and me and I, well, I don't want, but me and Stacey were having fun at the show. Mm-hmm. And I was th- it was just like if I was still sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh so yes. yeah. Also Good times, um, great times. I think it was funny. I don't give a fuck. I was acting funny at this uh, <laughs> I was acting funny with some uh-huh. people. I, I know. I, know. I, know. I, know. I thought just, of Sante. Just stop. Just stop. I won't say it. Trust me, it's vague. But I, I told Sante, I was like, <laughs> it's already I not. don't want to, I don't want to, you know, and is like, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's one thing about you. <laughs> I'm clear, That's right? That's all I got to say. I'm clear. And I just I have experienced like, it first. Well, not firsthand like me. You had issues, <laughs> but firsthand like I was standing there. <laughs> and let me tell you, especially me, that I, my heart gets all like, no. Yeah. And shout out to DJ. We had fun with DJ. Shout out to DJ, a.k.a. Bussy Juice. We had Dude, fun like, with oh, DJ. He's yes. so funny. We had fun with him. Oh, but there was another group of people who... I didn't want to communicate with. Oh, you got to text me. And I me. felt like <laughs> there was just, it was just a thirst level going mm. on that was really a turnoff for me. And then mm. they was trying to make jokes about certain stuff and it wasn't even funny. They was just being loud. And I'm like, I'm not talking to these people and I don't want to be a part of it. And so I looked at Asante and I was like, you know, my behavior is. And he was like, (laughs) he was like, I know. (laughs) Cause I was like, I'm not talking. And he was like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I just couldn't vibe with queers. What, what, oh, what, ain't that, you know ain't that what? what Offset said? On that note, <laughs> we do not vibe with any- queers. <laughs> I, I, I was like, "Yo, these motherfuckers is getting on my nerves, trying to is be funny and that." Anything else that you want to discuss before we get yeah, out of here? Acting like the passport bros and shit. Shut the fuck up, y'all ain't even lit like that. They was getting on my nerves, so I was just like, obviously. Yo. <laughs> Let me just disin. I'm shout out to Real Housewives of uh, Salt Lake City. I'm disengaging. That's what, <laughs> that's, that's what I did. <laughs> and Asante. <laughs> He's, he checked out. <laughs> mm. Anything that's else? It for me. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin, before we get out here for the holidays. Yeah, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> 
All right. That's all I got. To- oh, yeah, well, watch Married good. to Medicine, which we didn't even fucking talk about no more. I guess I'll talk about it on Patreon. Never mind. I'll see y'all on Patreon. They're gonna be mad Follow at you. us. Patreon, I'm so sorry, y'all. They be like, you gotta give us something, Dustin. I don't like sweet tea. I don't just, like sweet tea. Just give tea. us like five minutes. Just two minutes. Two minutes. I don't like Real sweet quick. tea because sweet tea came on the show being negative about Quad and she didn't have to do that. As you can see from Quad embarrassing her and putting the egg on her face, Toya's face, Simone's teeth and face by showing up at that party. You know what I'm saying? Heavenly's face. No, not Heavenly. Heavenly was with the, the shit. The Heavenly is the on Quad's side. I yes, love Heavenly. Heavenly was rooting. <laughs> Heavenly celebrated Quad's arrival by being she did. audibly she did. surprised, right? And <laughs> laughing in a way. She it was her version of Sheree going, ooh. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And so, um, but Sweet T chose to be negative about this. Come on, say, I get in that ass, and I, uh, I, I, I got to let them know, like, I, I quiet. It's not, uh, I got to, it's a new sheriff in town. I'm like, this. ew. She said all that. Yes, yep. and she didn't even have to be on I that. That's why do. I don't feel sorry for her. Then she's coming on here, shorts twisted in the crack of her ass. She's just, she's unkempt. <laughs> she's unkempt and 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 haggard in her Ooh. appearance. Tag still Tag on her clothes and shit. Mm. Um, 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 cricket hats and just doing too much. Just, she's a mess. And the pat sad part about it is, I think she's probably a very smart young lady. I love the fact that she is um, loving of her family. She's got a very close relationship with her sister. You know what I'm saying? And and there there's was an opportunity there for us to get to know her, independent of her being adversarial towards Quad. And it just yeah. came off the she wrong missed the way. Mark. Then she, she missed the mark. I saw that so clip hard. where she threw a tantrum. Mm-hmm. I was Ask like, oh. Sister. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot, right? Just Wait regulation. <laughs> she don't seem to. That was no. that was a lot. That clip. She 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 came up. She's and she don't know how to do it. And mm. she's doing. And then the thing is, she really didn't even come up. That's the real. That's the crazy right. part. She thinks she came up. Right. She come and she said she walked into Greg's house and said, "All right." This is nice. This is nice. Like looking around and shit, and <laughs> said that she likes being engaged because she got I get access to the money. That's what she Ew. said. Meanwhile, they yep. arguing about fourteen thousand um, dollars, a fourteen thousand dollar increase on the wedding, which mm. people have different levels of of access to a funds, and, and that may yeah. be a, you know a big deal. But don't act like you, you rich and balling and you crying about fourteen k. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Second of meanwhile, all, mm-hmm. meanwhile, the rich doctors that are up there. I mean, it, it's funny because they all could afford it, but they was all like, "I cancel my wedding." Like, what I love, Jackie got I on fourteen thousand dollars worth of clothes in the scene, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> right? That's and they're saying they would have canceled the thing. Also, um, she's doing. She says things like, "Well, obviously, she moved into the house that Quiet used to live in with Greg, right?" She said, yeah, I had to make some upgrades. I had to get some demons out of here. She's doing shit like that. So don't be surprised when Quad does things like do an imitation of her on Twitter. Did you see that, Asante? No. Oh, I did. Let's I did. check the I board. Did. I did. Okay. <laughs> Let's check so the friend, board. So you'll get to see how... Um, how Dustin is not far off from Let's this check imitation. the board. I'm actually going to do this, and this is how we finna close this motherfucker out. We're going to show you the um, the imitation that Quad did of Letitia Sweet T. Lunsford. Here we go. Listen to this, you guys. That's how she you, you talks. Control, you, know, you know the whole thing. Pretty much, said, yeah. Or if not the, worse. The house was broken into. 
And you know it hurt because I didn't Now, know my point in sharing that is that that's what she has to deal with because of her choices that she's made. Coming onto the show, being negative and nasty. When Quad literally at that same party that she crashed, she sat down and said, listen, I brought you some gifts. It's nice to meet you. She said, I want you to know I don't have any animosity towards you whatsoever. She was oh, like, I cool. wish you the best, like whatever, whatever. But she took it there being being nasty and dirty and shit in her confessionals and all the other shit. And now you got to deal with this. Anybody who watches Married to Medicine and has been watching for the 10 years that it's been on, which shout out to them for having a core group that's yes. been there since day one. That's unheard of in reality TV. Only other show that comes closest, Potomac, where four of the cast mem- members are original cast members in currently in their se- eighth season. Right. That's a big deal. Yes. Normally, the motherfuckers be cycled out <laughs> somewhere, right. washed away, lost. Mm-hmm. But they still there. Sorry, you got to deal with quiet and you ain't ready for that. So <laughs> that's what you get, sweet tea. We'll go into more of a detailed deep dive on Patreon. I love seeing Simone and Jackie have lunch again. Me too, but Simone fake. Ooh. And the thrill is gone. And I'm going to speak more on that <laughs> wow. on Patreon. Not the thrill is mm. gone. Patreon.com slash the friends on podcast. If you're not joining up, why don't, would you please? Won't you please? Won't you be our neighbor? And we talked about Patreon. Friday after next this mm, week. That mm. was Asante's pick. Mm. <laughs> yes. Thanks to the we Patreon suggestions, we did ask you guys, and you guys let Thank us you, know Patreon. what you want. A lot of to y'all see. voted for that. <laughs> you, I think you all voted. Thank you all there for the same reason that friend was there, which you could find out by watching the binge. <laughs> and with that being said, that's it for this week's show. Happy holidays for those of you who celebrate. I know. Most of us just want to be with our families at a time mm-hmm. like this. If you don't have yes. family, I understand what that's like, too. I've spent many uh, Thanksgiving by myself sending love to you, too. Yes. Um, to, yeah, to regardless you, of what your configuration is, um, we love you. We're love happy that you. we could be here to bring you love some y'all. smiles. Maybe not this episode because we were kind of hot and ranty but it's okay i'll even go as far to say if you have issues with your family because they did you wrong then fuck your family and that's for, for and you happy holidays you yeah <laughs> may all you. your turkeys be stuffed <laughs> we stay black so and protect much. your magic we mm-hmm. catch you guys next week be safe too if you're traveling and driving yes but and wash you. your hands love you bye <laughs>